worship here at Sydney United Methodist Church and those viewing us online. Please stand if you're able to join in singing the hymn of praise, I Love to Tell the Story, number 297. For the affirmation of faith, we will have a responsive reading of Psalm 130. If you would like to follow along in the Pew Bibles, it's on page 533 in the Old Testament. Out of the depths, I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept the record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you, there is forgiveness. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord, for the washing, wait for the morning, for the washing, wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. Please be seated. Turn to the back of the bulletin for the announcements. Next Sunday, April 2nd, will be Holy Communion. And for the charge, the Lenten services are there for tonight as well as next Sunday evening, which will be at the Baptist Church in Salix next to the Dollar General. Monday, Thursday service will be held at Beaverdale at 6 p.m. The crosswalk will start here at Sidman. 
at nine on Good Friday the 7th and lunch and church service will be following at South Fork and the final disaffiliation meeting with the DS will be at Sidman at 6.30 on Thursday, April 13th. Are there any other announcements? Um, as you guys know that we've always done the hair from, we've done the Heritage Days before. This year they're on Friday, June the 16th and Saturday the 17th. Um, we kind of came up with something a little different, maybe pasta salad as opposed to curly. I think it would be a lot easier the pasta salad. So is anybody really interested in doing this? I mean, like health wise, you know, to man the station down there. I would help on Friday evening. I don't know if I see it on Saturday. Okay. Maybe we can get some of the pasta salad stuff donated. And we thought maybe like either on the side of bake sale or maybe pretzels and cheese, you know, the pretzels. So I'll have to get that approved, but is is this okay with everybody? Okay. The Sunday after Easter, that's April the 16th, uh, Reverend Laura Safel, Safel will be here from Washington County. She's coming up. Uh, I believe the meeting's going to be at 3 o'clock here, where she will explain the many different types of Methodist churches that we can become a part of and the other denominations. So that's a, uh, a, a meeting for you to hear the different uh, of, uh, uh, doctrines from each one of the uh, choices that we had that lay before us. Uh, and we still have to vote on that, but that won't take place until after the, the uh, 16th. So that, that's on the, that'll be in the bulletin starting next week about the, uh, that meeting. Since there are no children here this morning, let us stand and join in the hymn of joy in the garden number 425.
Bible school helpers on the back table. If you're interested in helping, please put your name on and the dates that you are unavailable to help and we'll get as many people as we can together. Do we have any joys? No joys. Okay, we'll move on. Concerns. Okay, Dave? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, two in the back. Longer and longer and longer. Do I see Tom over there? I see two of the boys. Is Tom one of them? Yeah. I'm not two of the boys. I mean two of the men. Did you have a power failure this morning? Did you have a power failure sometime since about 9 o'clock last night and 5 o'clock this morning? Yeah. 2 o'clock or something like that went off. At least it came back on this time. Yes. What's that? Let us enter into our atmosphere of prayer as we raise our voices up to God Almighty. O God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, our only Savior, the Prince of Peace, give us grace to lay to heart the dangers we are in by our unhappy divisions. Take away all hatred and prejudice and whatever else may hinder us from godly union and unity. We believe that there is but one body and one spirit, one hope of our calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all. So we may be all of one heart and of one soul, united in one holy bond of truth and peace, of faith and charity, and may with one mind and with one mouth glorify thee. We pray for, we ask for forgiveness for our waywardness, and for choosing our way over your way throughout the week. We pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We pray for the law enforcement, military, especially our First Lieutenant Carl Smith, health workers, and firefighters. We pray for the leaders of our country, community, and church, and for the unsettling times that we're going through in our country. We pray for the well-being and safety of our youth, and we offer them as much encouragement as we can. We pray for the unsaved, the unbelievers, for them to be saved before it's too late. We, Dave for, we, we pray for Dave, 
We pray for the uh, uh, Polachek twins who were born early. We, we pray for Lisa Schaefer, Tom, Dave Thomas, Joe Weber, Greg, and, and the kids at school. We pray for, for them. We pray for Tom and Roseanne Burkett. We pray for Linda. And we pray for the names of the people, the names of the uh, uh, people that came to the mind while we were, were praying. Let them be said out loud now. Dear Lord, we, we offer prayer for, for those, those people who uh, have left our church for whatever reason. We pray for that they, that they find a church that uh, goes along with their, uh, their, their beliefs. There are fewer and fewer of those churches are existing uh, each day uh, that, that, that passes. But we pray for them, dear Lord. And now let us bring our prayer time to a close by praying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. God bless you. Would the ushers please come forward for the presentation of God's time? our gifts and offerings. God in heaven, we gather this last Sunday of the month of March to uh, honor and praise you and to worship you. And we ask that you accept these tithes and these gifts and these offerings that come from the members of this congregation so they can be used to help with the running of the church here in Sidman and with spreading your word throughout the area. And we pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friend. Amen. Please be seated. Our reading today comes from the book of Matthew. Matthew 16, verses 21 through 28. The title of it says, Jesus Predicts His Death. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, 
and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, this is called, this is called gain to lose. We usually don't hear that, that, that phrase. Now, before you become critical of gossip about or in any other way attack a Christian, you'd better make sure whose influence you are talking from, that of the Holy Spirit or of Satan. Satan can be any force that causes us to change direction from the way of God. An influence which seeks to make us turn back from the hard way God has set before us. A power which seeks to put human desires over those of God. Peter's rebuke of Jesus was because Peter was being influenced by Satan. Because he was thinking in earthly terms. He was thinking in earthly terms. Your ability to hear or see God is not based on how smart you are, but on your heart. If you have hardened your heart, you will be unable to hear or see God. But if your heart is open, you will see and hear his voice. Maybe you don't hear God's voice because you're not expecting it. We don't expect to hear his voice because you intend to continue to run your life on your own and not even consider anything else. The person whose first concern is their own safety, their own security, and their own comfort is in heaven's eyes a failure. The person who spends themselves on others and who lives life as an adventure is the person who receives heaven's praise and God's reward. If you want to be a part of God's plan, you must constantly be giving yourself to his guidance in your life. It is true for all of you that you must always take the way of Christ and never seek to make him take your way. We have to take his way not have him take our way. Doesn't work that way. If you don't know Christ, you make choices as if this life was all you have. What the world counts as great is foolishness. And what the world counts as folly is the true wisdom. Continue to cling to your life and you'll lose it. Give every... God bless you. Give everything you've got to following Jesus, including life itself, and you'll win life. The man who is faithful will die, but he dies to live. The man who abandons his faith for safety may live, but he lives to die. If we follow Jesus, we die to live. If we turn our back on Jesus, we live to die. What's it going to be? Where do you fall in there? The person who tries to hang on to their own will and reject God, what God desires for them, will lose eternally 
all that they have been attempting to protect in this life. The person who lets loose of their own self-centered desires and accepts God's will will discover true life. If you try to save your physical life from death, pain, or discomfort, you may risk losing your true eternal life. If you try, when you give your life in, uh, give your life in service to Christ, you discover the real purpose of living. At the end of this life, you are measured by the health of your soul, not the wealth of your estate. To exist is simply to have the lungs breathing and the heart beating. To live is to be alive in the world where everything is worthwhile, where there is peace in the soul, joy in the heart, and a thrill in every moment. Jesus gives us this recipe for life. We should follow it. It's a good recipe. You shut out the power and wisdom of God when you want his ethics, but not his cross. In every decision of life, you are doing something to yourself. You are making yourself a certain kind of person, building a certain kind of character, able to do certain things, and quite unable to do other things. There are three things that a person must be prepared to do if they are to live the Christian life. One, they must deny themselves. This means to do away with yourself as the main purpose of life and to make God the ruler of our lives. We have to deny ourselves. Number two, we have to take up our cross. They must take up the life of sacrifice. And three, they must follow Christ. So the three things that we have to do to live a Christian life, we have to deny ourselves, we have to take up our cross, and we have to follow Christ. Taking up our cross doesn't mean it's something that you can do after Easter time is over with, go back to. It means sacrificing something in your life by taking up your cross. Something in your life, whatever it may be. A vital ingredient for a Christ-like life in this world is knowing that Christ will be there no matter what the circumstances are. He's here with us now. He's been with us in this church for a long time. He's in all the churches. Oh, I would think most of the churches. He's in the churches I go to, I know that. And he's in the churches where we have these evening uh, Lenten services. Tonight is at Mount Hope, big, big sanctuary. God will be there to help you make the right decisions, to give you courage in the face of temptation or opposition or to comfort you in sorrowful situations. God is there. He's with us. He's the one who, who put us in the situations that we find ourselves in, the circumstances that we find ourselves in. And there's nothing, the only thing we can do about it is to ignore his way. And as good Christians, we know we shouldn't be doing that. We should be following his way. The new life of the kingdom of God is discovered only by giving over to Jesus' one's old life and finding new life in following him. It is possible for this to take place. No matter how much, no matter how much you think you've given over to God, there's more that can be given over over to him. We haven't given everything uh, uh, to him. We've, we've given everything that uh, uh, we want to give. 
leaving other things in us, around us, that we don't want to give up. What they are, they'll be different for, uh, for, for everybody. Some people it may be pride, some people it could be money. Uh, other positions, uh, I mean, uh, 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 situations could be the position that you hold in the community, in the work, at, uh, uh, in your relationships. But we haven't thought about these things. I don't think we've thought about these things. And you need to think about, about, uh, about these things. The, uh, the Catholics have a, uh, something on our conscience. The list of ten questions, maybe could be more. Uh, clearing your conscience or something you're supposed to do before you go to confession. And the questions are, are quite, uh, can be quite revealing. Some of the questions, it's like, yeah, I do that. Or no, I don't do that. But some of the other questions, it's like, gee, I never thought of it that way. That never crossed, crossed my mind. I've, I've, been, I've been a member of the church since I was 12 years old. And I believe in, in Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, you probably often say that. But have you turned your life over to Jesus Christ? Just because you believe in him doesn't mean you turn your life over, over to him. He has the control. Is it easy? Yeah, no, no, it's, not, it's not, not easy at, uh, at all. It uh, can be quite uh, a difficult, uh, frustrating, and demoralizing uh, to, uh, to turn everything over that you think you've had in this life that you've prepared for, and you've turned it all over to Jesus. But what he gives back is far greater than what we turned over to, to him. But we have to think about these things. This is the time of the year, Lent is the time of the year, for these thoughts to cross our minds. Because it doesn't happen any other time of the, uh, of, of the year. Next we come, after Easter comes Pentecost. Then we have nothing until November. And the, 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 the elect, electionary readings are geared towards that. They're geared towards in Lent to make you think about things with, in, in, uh, uh, in your life that has to do with God. It's got nothing to do with organized religion. It's strictly with the, your relationship with God. How is that relationship with God? Have you given any thought about your relationship with God? Another question to think about while you're driving home and when you get home and think about it tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday. What can you do to, uh, to improve your relationship with God? It's, it's vital. How can you tell people uh, that it's, it's, it's vital uh, uh, to, to uh, increase their, improve their relationship with, uh, with Jesus Christ that they've been following for 40 years or more? I don't know. I've thought about it many, many times. It's like, how do you get people to, uh, how can you get somebody to move from, from here to there? It's a, uh, without pushing them. And that's not the way that Christ did anything. He didn't push anybody to his point of view. You either went to his point of view or didn't. And if you didn't, you would, would leave thinking about it. Because in those days, there was no TV. What else did you have to do? Go home and feed the sheep and uh, sheep. Sheep, not goats, but sheep. Goats go to the left, sheep go to the right. Goats go to hell, sheep go to heaven. Uh, so you need to think about these things. These things, this is what we're supposed to be thinking about throughout the week. Like Paul tells us, to keep, uh, to keep these things on our mind. Pray about them throughout the, throughout the week. It doesn't have to be a long, lengthy prayer. It can be a short prayer. Help me, God. Help me understand uh, what I need to change in my life 
so I can better follow your son. And then just wait for the answer. Go about your daily lives, doing whatever you want to, and God will speak to you, if you have an open heart. If you closed your heart years ago, you're not going to hear what God has to tell you. Even if you pray that, you're not going to hear what God has to tell you because you've hardened your heart. And it's got nothing to do with a valve trouble or anything like that or, or this or, or things in the neck or, or, or anything. It's, it's, it's important. It's important for you. You'll realize this when, after you close the door. And whether you're in heaven or you close the door to go downstairs, it's too late then. You have to make that decision before that door closes. Oh, geez, I remember him talking about this as you're walking down the steps. Oh, I can remember him talking about this, saying how important it was with our relationship with God. If I only had listened. And the guy opens the door and there's a big fire. Go on, you're welcome. Go, go on in. Instead of walking up the step. Boy, am I glad I listened to what he had to say. My goodness, I'm, I'm walking. And look who's over there. There's Peter. Oh, there's Christ himself. Hey, how about that? Now tomorrow, maybe later today, God will, uh, will, will show up. I'm sure he, he'll, he'll come in. He'll come into it. I just asked the, uh, we have a confirmation class at the uh, Dunlop. First confirmation class I've ever had in 14 years. And the thing they had to do uh, uh, a Thursday was I gave them a, a, a jar of Play-Doh. And they had to make their, what they thought God would be like. What would God look like? Because God created us in his image. So, you, show me a picture of a, of a, a sculpt something uh, from the Play-Doh here. And uh, uh, they both had a, a cross in it. And uh, that, was mostly, that was mostly it. They both had a, a crosses in it. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there going, this is what God looks like to you? I would, I would have created a very thin piece of Play-Doh because I would think he's going to be a spirit and he may be able to be seen through, I don't know. And then I would make, coming out of there, many different lengths and shapes of objects, not objects, of uh, figures. Uh, a long line, a short line, a box, a rectangle, things like that. Because uh, God would be encompassing uh, uh, everything. Not that my way was better than their way, but I'd given some thought to it about how, how I would uh, mold a, an image of, uh, of God. They were put on the spot. Here, make an image of God for me. Uh, but we have to think about these things. We just can't go through life hearing these words on Sunday and then forgetting about them Sunday afternoon by halftime, if it's football season. Uh, what is it today? Uh, it's not rugby, it's soccer. Who decided to put soccer on TV in America? I wonder what the ratings are for, 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 for soccer. I mean, they're, they're uh, uh, European teams fighting against each other. No doubt they're fantastic athletes and all that sort of stuff. But how many here watch soccer? I, I only watch it to get from one channel to the next channel. Oh, there's soccer. Oh, good. <laughs> to, the, to the next channel. Who? What executive thought of that? Hey, I got an idea. Let's put soccer on TV every Sunday afternoon after football season. I wonder if he's still working for the network. Might have been fired. Or, or, or uh, uh, oh, I, I, I can't believe it. I go to Planet Fitness and they have sports on the TV that I don't even know the name of and I don't understand anything about it. And sometimes it has to do, the, the, one, the one TV far away from us has a football game on. Good, 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 good. My TV where I am has a dog show on it. Just what more, this was on football season too. 
This, that was real interesting. Oh, look at there, there's a nice dog show. Oh, look down here, oh, there's the Kansas City Chiefs playing somebody. Well, how come they get it and we don't? Uh, it's a, uh, okay, I, I digress. <laughs> For us to gain, we must lose. Let us pray. Dear Lord, let us be careful when we speak and be sure that we are speaking words that come from the Holy Spirit and not influenced by Satan. Enable us to turn the control of our lives over to God and then be able to hear his voice when he talks to us, giving us inspiration and direction. Let us not live to die, but die, die to live. Amen. Let us now stand and sing our, our last hymn, Go Tell It on the Mountain. The number is, uh, uh, there it is. oh, here we go, uh, on the screen or 138 in our, uh, in our hymnal. May you be sure whose influence you are talking from, that of the Holy Spirit or Satan's. May your heart be opened in order to hear the voice of God. And may you give everything you've got to following Jesus, even life itself, and you'll win life. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and all God's children said, Amen. Amen.